Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and good morning, Joe. How are you doing today? That's a cool name. Arrow. That's a co- I, like, I like the name Arrow. Well, it came up in, when, when I was living in Lewistown, Montana, and I was looking for an opportunity to not be Clarence anymore. I, you know, Clarence is not a good radio name. So I thought, okay, let's, let's change it. Let's, let's become Arrow. Oh, I love that. That's great. I love it, man. Cool name. <laughs> so where are you in the world? Where are you in the U.S.? In, in Charlotte, North Carolina. I grew up in uh, Billings, Montana, but I uh, wanted to come out here to the Carolinas to learn this thing called adult contemporary. This Michael Bolton guy, they say, was going to be big one day, and, he, and so was this Rod Stewart dude. It's like, oh, yeah? Well, I want to be a part of it. How about you? You know what? I've, I've recently got into Michael Bolton. I can't believe how good that guy's voice is. I mean, I've become a fan of George Michael and, and Michael Bolton recently. But I've seen some old videos of them singing. Amazing voices, man. Yeah. I'll tell you, you bring up George Michael. My God, that that is a voice that is missing from our world right now. I realize we can go watch videos and stuff like that, but I miss his presence. Yeah, well, I, I recently watched a documentary about him on, on a flight, and I, I just I, I obviously knew about George Michael and Wham! and some of his earlier songs, but I didn't realize the kind of songs he wrote and how beautiful his voice is when he sung like a cappella and stuff on that MTV Unplugged. Like, he's got an incredible voice. Yeah. So, do you use music as part of your plan when it comes to feeling good in 15? Because, I mean, it's such a major part of our lives, but at the same time, it can also get in the way of focus. No, I'm a big fan of music. I talk about that in the book. So, the book, Feel Good in 15, has 15-minute recipes, like delicious food. It has 15-minute workouts. And then I talk about 15-minute like daily wins and sort of lifestyle hacks. And one of the things is, you know, listening to good music or music that either calms you down. So, you know, I listen to certain classical stuff, but also listen to music that gets me going and motivated. So I think music's got a really amazing ability of shifting our mindset for a moment and helping us feel certain emotions. So, yeah, no, I'm a huge fan of music and I listen to all kinds of stuff you, you wouldn't believe. I love the fact that you put recipes inside your book. And the reason why is because my wife and I are just fanatics inside the kitchen. Except the way that we pick out the recipes, Joe, is that we close our eyes and then we just open the book. And so then that's how we're able to do it. Because in this way, otherwise you're using opinion or you're using, you know, just an interpretation. Oh, I don't feel like that. Well, you have to because you just picked it. That's a good idea. It's just, sort of just randomly like a lottery kind of thing. Well, that, well, there's 60 recipes in the book. So hopefully you're into... Um type of food I'm creating but yeah there's also um, you know like I said the workouts but the food's really about it is quick because I've got kids you know three children I'm busy I don't want to spend loads of time in the kitchen but some of these recipes you know they're great for the kids it's batch cooking it's family recipes that keep you all on track help you as a family just feel good and, and eat better food on a regular basis well, we like things that are quick. I mean, that's I think that's the only reason why I don't like my air fryer is that it won't monkey up so it's but but you're right we want things done quickly Definitely. I think it's the key to success. I think, the, the, you know, convenience and price will always win. This is why people, especially in the U.S., you know, it's, it's so much easier to just grab fast food, convenience food, get it delivered, you know, and it's okay. I still enjoy those things. But if it's all day, every day, you're going to really struggle with your, you know, your body weight. You're going to struggle with your health, yeah. your fitness. So it's trying to just believe that, you know what, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to get back in the kitchen. I'm going to make something healthy. It could be a, a bolognese or a nice chili or a curry or something. Just giving yourself a chance to actually create something enjoy that process because when you create your own food and you and you fuel your body 
you just feel so different about everything. Your life can truly transform by the food we eat, even without the exercise. If you just take that away for a moment and you just focus on healthy food, it can really revolutionize the way you feel mentally as well like every day of your life. I think people should be making their own pasta at home because it creates conversation with those members of your family and it takes time and there's patience. And then, I mean, it's, it's, like, it's like building a house. You have to start with, with digging a hole and then you build the foundation. Yeah, I've actually not. Re- I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm not a trained chef, but I taught myself to cook on social media, and mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm saying this. But I've sold four million cookbooks in the UK. I've sold a. L- I'm the second best-selling cookbook of all time, and it's just literally me making stuff randomly, right? But I actually learned for the first time ever. Jamie Oliver taught me how to make pasta, <laughs> so now I know how to make pasta with a, you know one egg, hundred grams of tipo zero zero flour, and you roll it through the pasta machine, and you can cut it into all shapes. And I lo- I really enjoy it. I, I do it with the kids, and it's so much fun. Yeah, it is. So can a person overmanage their time? Because I'm a time freak, and I always tell people that I live a Google Calendar lifestyle. In other words, if it's not on my Google Calendar, it ain't happening today because I'm managing my time. Well, I think, you know, often people, you know, live, live a certain way. Like you said, you know, you're busy. You've got loads of things on your diary. It's great to have a calendar, but you should factor in exercise and, and, and you know, and, and, and physical activity into your diary like it's a meeting like it's like an important meeting that you won't miss and you know I think it's great to do that because when you plan ahead if you plan ahead for the week you say right I'm going to train three times a week I'm going to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday I'm going to slot it in and it's non-negotiable that's my time for me and when you do that suddenly you feel more energised you feel less stressed you're more patient with your children you're you're treating your wife or husband better it really exercises such an amazing tool we don't talk about this enough we always talk about it as a fat loss tool it's about losing weight and inches but you know what if you're someone who finds you get stressed and anxious, exercise is your go-to. It's the thing that's going to help you, and everything else comes from that. So, you know, get it in the diary, plan it, and, and don't let yourself down. Like, you deserve it. Making that choice to lose weight. So many times, people, they're, they're deeply dedicated to it. They've got the passion. They've got the perseverance. But they've also got the friends who get in the way and get them back on the old chain again. Yeah, I mean, it's very common that, you know, if you have, if you have a partner that isn't supporting your diet or is bringing in all the foods that they know are going to like crack you know I often find for me like I kind of struggle with it at home if there's loads of chocolate ice cream candy popcorn in, in the cupboards you know the pantry I, I'm, I'm like a rat like I'm in there every night you know what I mean I'm always I'm all or nothing so for me it's like I need to don't have it in the house have it as a treat when I go out you know buy things as, as a treat when I'm out and about and enjoy those foods but when they're in the house I've got such weak willpower with it that you know, it's, you've, got to set, you've got to help yourself. If you know that when you have a, a biscuit or a cake, you have the whole thing, the whole packet, maybe you should think about, you know, removing that from the, the basket and just having that as a treat when you go out. And that yeah. might help you in your fat loss goals and, and in your diet and stuff. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Getting started can be such a major struggle because we all become Debbie Downers on the second day of working out because your body hurts. How do we convince people or inspire people move through the mountain of pain? It's it's not going to be there forever. Yeah, it's really hard for people that are sedentary to, to get back into exercise. And like, even I'm I'm active, but if I if I do like an exercise I haven't done for a few weeks, let's say it's a squat hold or a deadlift, you know, 
I, I'm sore. Like, I'm stiff. I'm aching the next day. It takes a few days to go, but you have to be willing to overcome those difficult sort of weeks to, to break through. And then you sort of think, you know, I don't get headaches now. I don't feel sick. I don't feel like I'm queasy and I'm, 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 I'm sort of spinning. Like, but it's because your body is essentially like, it's waking up, you know, it needs to be yeah. strengthened. It needs to be challenged a little bit. But yeah, I always say, you know, start small. Maybe it's a, a walk or doing a little yoga or a bit of a stretch in your living room and then maybe progress to something a bit more active. But don't feel like you have to do the really intense stuff. All, all movement is good for you at the end of the day. Or how about those people who don't like to walk and you just say, go get a big dog. Trust me, you'll get into walking really darn fast. Yeah, oh yeah, animals are a great way of getting outside. But I just think, you know, just think about that, that message. Movement is medicine and, and you, you, know, you deserve to feel good. You deserve to give yourself a chance to, to let some stress out. To, you know, there's so many worries in the world. There's so many things happening that you almost like, need exercise you need it as a vent and you need and you need to put good food in your body because otherwise everything feels stressful everything feels overwhelming and then you're not sleeping and you're not eating well and yeah. your digestive system is struggling and it leads to you know illness and and things that you could avoid it so much of what we're experiencing as a race as a human race is coming down to the food we eat we often think about the exercise but you know the food we're putting in our bodies is really shifting and changing so much in our bodies that we, we have to get back in the kitchen. We have to take control and start cooking again. I love the way you said that movement is medicine because don't, don't we have to have movement in the way we think as well and keeping a journal and being grateful for things? That, that's got to be helpful for the, the mind, body, and soul. Yeah, I talk about that in the book, the section for health hacks. You know, I'm, I'm not someone who does a lot of journaling, but I do like gratitude, like daily lists. I might send it on WhatsApp or a text message to my mum or dad just to say like a few little things that I'm grateful for and it, it makes you feel present. It makes you feel like you're not missing out and losing out and you're not always chasing something because you've got most of what you need probably right there with you and so I do think gratitude is important I think you know sleep routine is important I think leaving the phone trying to get to bed a little bit earlier like these things are difficult to embed at first because we're so addicted to our devices we're so plugged in um, that we find it difficult but you can form better habits you can get to bed a bit early you can sleep more you can feel a bit energised and, and it, has an, it has a knock on effect to the day I always think like Getting an early night is an investment in tomorrow, you know? Yeah. The book we're talking about is Feel Good in 15. You really take this seriously and you activate your words, especially when it comes to Joe's family food. Yeah, oh, I love it. So Joe's family food is one of my previous cookbooks. And I, yeah, I've, I've always been about, basically, I want to take the whole family on the journey. I think there's this thing around food that kids have kids' food and kids' yeah. menus in restaurants and adults have adult food. But, you know, there's nothing more important than getting your kids into into the kitchen and enjoying food and the kids' food and we're eating this and we eat separate. I do think there's something really important with sitting and eating together, you know? When, when it comes to you teaching yourself how to be a chef, how come I'm not seeing you with Gordon Ramsay on one of those shows? Because I think you would do so well in one of those competitions. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, um, I don't know, I'm a real self-taught cook. Like I learned, I, you know, I'll be honest with you, when I was a child, I grew up in a, in a low-income family on benefits. You know, yep, so we, yep. we had very... Very poor, very poor quality food. It was, it was frozen. This is in '85, '90. You know, frozen food, a lot of ready meals. It was microwave dinners. It's just what we grew up on. And you know, I'm, I'm really glad I eat different today. But ultimately, it was all we knew. It's all we could afford. Um, but I just think, for me, it's like I just like the basic stuff. I just like, you know, simple cooking, a few ingredients. And I'm not, I'm never going to be a proper Michelin star chef. That's not my aim. But I think the reason my books have done so well is because it is accessible and it's actually things that you can actually look at it and go, you know what, that looks delicious, I'm going to give it a go. And you might, it might not come out looking the same, but it's going to taste great, and that's the most important thing. 
You know, we're living in some pretty weird times right now when it comes to losing weight. It just seems like everybody in Hollywood is popping this so-called pill and, and down they go. They look good. They look like they're happy and stuff. Joe, that can't be healthy, man. I mean, I mean, what, you, what you're giving to us is something that really builds up the body. Of course, you know, taking a pill or doing, you know, even you think about gastric bands and things like it helps initially, but it doesn't deal with the psychological issues around food or your mental health. And so I think sometimes it is the hardest route, you know, doing the exercise thing and the cooking thing is a much, much harder option. So people will always take a shortcut. But, you know, if you think about what exercise and good food does to your mood and energy and mental health, it's worth the fight. You know, it is a fight and it's never easy. Like I say this to people all the time. It's not easy. Like it's always going to be a struggle. But when you get into exercise and you live a healthy life, your relationships improve. Your your happiness. You know, you just feel happy, more energized. And it's just it's just the only way to go. Like you've got to don't wait until you're in illness or sickness or like have a, a catastrophic mental health breakdown before you go. Oh, you know what? Now I'm going to look after myself because nothing is more important than your physical mental health. No, see, that might, I, I waited too long because that's one of the reasons why I had a heart attack at the age of 47. But, be, man, I was given a second chance to get this body back in shape. So that's why I take this so seriously because things like that sneak up on you. There's a reason why they call it the silent killer. Wow. So how has it changed your life since? What are you doing differently? Oh, my God. Eating. The way I eat, the way that I cook, you know, the way that I, I take my daily walk, I do everything humanly possible to make sure that I am listening to this body. I've got to be able to be have a partnership with it. Yeah, well, that's amazing. I mean, that's inspiring to hear because so many people, yeah, they, they wait, but it's, you know, good that you shared that because now people might be saying, you know what, today I'm going to go for a walk or I'm going to cook a recipe. So it's great you shared that because so many people are just so low and so down and they thought they can never climb that mountain. But I just say, keep coming back to that thing of, small daily wins like forget about tomorrow or next week what can you do today like can you go for a walk today can you get some fresh air and go to bed one hour earlier and put your phone down or you know cook a recipe or just make a little bit of breakfast tomorrow morning like these things set you up for success it's a step in the right direction isn't it so we've lived in this this change or this evolution of where we're getting our exercise programs. And I'm going to I'm going to ask you a simple question. Are you going to move towards the VR goggles to where we can be working out with you in an atmosphere where it feels like that we are physically with you? Oh, I'm, I mean, I'm fascinated by the AI and I've been looking at the new um, the Apple, you know, Vision Pro. I think it's incredible. And I think you think that's level one, right? You think in five, ten years where it's going to be. Oh, my God. Accelerating so quickly. I mean, yeah, I definitely I like the idea of um like virtual immersive work if you put it on and you felt like you were with me and amongst thousands of people yeah I mean I'm sure one day I'll do it at the moment I'm not saying I'm doing but definitely in the future because sometimes it's so difficult to to do a workout in your living room or even in your bedroom because the atmosphere of everything else going on around you changes your attitude and it's like you know I just want to go and be with Joe yeah I mean I do a lot of work at the broad I take my camera and I film you know in front of um Golden Gate Bridge or if it's Niagara Falls I love taking my camera <laughs> and imagine if you could put them on and, and immersively be standing in that spot like it would be, it would be pretty cool so I'm sure that's, I'm sure fitness companies and um, fit tech are going to go into that space a lot in the future so yeah I mean I definitely think I'd give it a go I think it's a bit out of reach for most people it's, it's too expensive right now but maybe in you know 10-15 years it'll be like 100 bucks you know and everyone can have a, have a pair but at the moment it's like what is it $5,000 is a bit extreme yeah. isn't it yeah mixing up the routine is that the reason why a lot of us get uh, kind of injured when we're working out because we're not mixing the right routines together yeah I think sometimes people go from zero to 100 and they go right yeah. I'm going to join a club or a gym and crossfit and 
they go all in and it's great, but it, it can lead to injuries if you're not stretching and looking after your joint health and mobility. So in the book, there's some great um, routines, sort of 15-minute upper body mobility and lower body mobility. So these are things like gentle, passive stretches, um, some active sort of movements as well. Just to kind of like think about your body holistically and think about your joints. So your hips, like it's a ball and socket. Mm-hmm. You need to take it through its range of motion. So there's some really nice gentle stuff that can just, again, get you moving. You might think, oh, you know what? Now my lower back's not hurting. I'm not feeling that pain in my hips. And I can now do one of Joe's workouts. I can try his YouTube videos and, you know, just get moving. I just think you've got to be willing to take the first step and always remember this, that the energy that you want and the motivation that you want is at the end of a workout. It's never at the start. You have to put yourself through it to get to that point. Absolutely. you got to come back to this show anytime in the future, Joe. The door is always going to be open for you. Well, thank you so much. I've loved chatting with you, and I hope you have a great day. And, um, you know, well done on your turnaround as well and looking after yourself. It's important that you're doing that, so good on you. Excellent. Well, you be brilliant today, okay? Thank you, mate. Take care.